Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Miles and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert, Aaron Peerless, Brendan Dunphy, and Tim Johnson. Tim, what are we talking about tonight? Well, I was thrown off a little, little by guard. Little, I, I'm thrown off, Adam, because normally you, you do your little rant before you throw it to me, but you can do that in a minute because this is a live show. We're talking about the 1984 pivotal beginning movie of one of my favorite franchises, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Stay tuned, everybody. Before we get to the synopsis, please take a minute, everybody. Thank you for definitely tuning in. We are live on Twitch right now, and uh, these episodes will be loaded up to YouTube at all the major podcasting platforms. Look for The Misunderstood Our Company and They Cast from the Coast, and uh, all these episodes will be available at least a couple of days afterwards anyway. So, Tim, give us mm -hmm. the synopsis, please. For Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street, I yes. will. <laughs> The monstrous spirit of a slain child murderer seeks revenge by invading the dreams of the teenagers whose parents were responsible for his untimely death. I've never heard of this fucking movie. I know. It just kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like, what the fuck? How did we miss this one all this time? I don't know. Some, some guy named Johnny or Teddy or Steve. Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve Kruger, Steve Kruger, Steve Kruger, Scary Terry. Oh, bitch. Oh. <laughs> All right. So here we have the one of the pinnacle slashers, the beginning of the pinnacle slasher franchises, a nightmare. The end. From Wes Craven. What? It's the end of the slasher series, really. When Freddy came out, slashers changed. Okay. I think you're good. You don't I, think? I, We're going to have to have a talk about Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I see what you mean. Like, I mean, before Freddy, it was, it was a silent dude that went around a, hacking with and some slashed. sort of mask on killing right. people, right? Like, very inspired from what they did in Halloween. Right. And yes, Freddy, Freddy is a very different slasher. And he did take a lot of the franchises after his in different directions. So yeah, okay, I'll give you that, Josh. Like we don't have slashers, we don't have to have a talk about Josh now. All the other slashers, like even if you look at like My Bloody Valentine 
and Black Christmas. They all like hide in the shadows and they wait for you to be alone and then they kill you secretly and then they scurry off and they go kill someone else. Freddy ain't about that. No, he just hides in your dream. He's there. And then scurries off to somebody else's dream. We're all just horror ninjas. For real. (laughs) Fucking dream ninja. Oh man. Yeah, okay, so let's let's consider this the rebirth of the slasher. I'm oh, glad I'm here for this. Okay. <laughs> Starting at the beginning. Starting at the beginning. There we go. So in this movie, we are introduced to Nancy. Nancy, one of the final girls from the slasher genre. Very, very famous across fancy, everything. Fancy. Fancy Nancy. She is plagued by nightmares. Her and her friends are plagued by nightmares of a man with razor <clears throat> claws, a striped shirt, and a fedora that uh, basically uh, chases them through various parts of a dream, which look like hallways, school systems, and a boiler room. And people do, in fact, die in their sleep. And what happens to them in their sleep basically for the most part, takes them in real life as well. Um, so the movie basically takes uh, a little bit of a turn when uh, when they start to come together, all the teenagers come together and they say, hey, I'm experiencing this. And everybody kind of is, you know, telling the same story, so to speak, about this man that's invading their dreams. And it gets a little bit further when all of a sudden one of the most famous deaths in slasher history occurs. The infamous scene dragging across the fucking ceiling. Tina, I, yeah. Yeah, Tina. I love this scene. Probably, in my opinion, the best death in all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Because this is this is the one that shows the difference between Freddy Krueger and everybody else. You know what I mean? This isn't just, you know... He, it isn't even just him slashing somebody up with his, with his razor claws. This is supernatural in style you know what i mean like he's dragging her across the ceiling just blood's painting appearing, the room just painting the room with her exactly and you know the effects work that they did for the time you know moving the room around and actually having it appear and and it's the, pretty the, neat yeah it's pretty neat it's pretty neat so so tina dies her boyfriend goes on lamb because everybody believes well it's got to have been him he's the one who did it and uh nope Nancy doesn't believe it. It's got to be Freddy. And uh, the plot thickens. We start to uncover more. Throw in, guys. No. No? Okay. <laughs> you You're on your own this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not say that. Because he'll do it. And we'll have you to sit here. And, and you'll have to sit there and fucking listen to me. I'm giving you the opportunity to shut me up, and you're still not taking it. You're the only one that watched it. The only one that <laughs> fucking no one watched it. Everybody else is like, I don't fucking know this movie. Yeah. Freddy's Freddy's got some pretty serious powers when you put him up against the other slashers. Like I feel like Jason. All you got to do is get away from Camp Crystal Lake, and you'll be fine. Out of sight, mm-hmm. out of mind. He doesn't so give good. a shit about you at that point, except for if you yeah. go to Manhattan, because you'll fall yeah, across. Well, if you're Manhattan. in Manhattan, that's a that's whole right. other world. But I just, I, I feel that Freddy, Freddy is another. Okay, so like one of the names that Michael Myers is referred to is the Boogeyman. They call yeah. him the Boogeyman, even though his name is, as fans, we know him as the Shape, but uh, the Boogeyman. 
And I feel that Freddy is like another aspect of that, like boogeyman lore where he's literally the guy waiting for you in your closet or under your bed. And like, he will fuck it. Like, I mean, they, they basically show that kind of imagery yeah. throughout the beginning of the movie when they're, you know, the kids are getting haunted or whatever. Right. So I don't know. I, it's, it's kind of genius if you think about it. I love it. Yeah. I love Very it. Very genius. Very genius. Yeah. Oh, you liked it. You loved yeah. it. And, I, and, let, you loved it. and and let's talk about this for a second What's here. So, so, so clarifying this, there were some memes that went around there, the internet there a year or two ago, claiming that Freddy Krueger was based on like a real serial killer and all this bullshit. Okay. Everybody has to know. All right. If you're listening to the show, you probably actually know this, but Wes Craven openly admitted that the character was based on like a homeless man that scared him one day when he was out like a fucking cafe or a bistro or something like this. And that that's where the inspiration for the character came from. See, what I heard was he read a news article about a bunch of, I think they're, they were Cambodian um, refugees on a boat having night terrors and one of them like got so scared in his sleep he died that was That's that was I mean. the whole idea behind dying in your sleep yes but the actual character of freddy krueger was based on like some homeless uh, okay. man that scared him it wasn't That's like based on a like real serial killer well hey we just gave two fucking explanations for the for the the origin of freddy so good job adam trivia good time with adam no no no, oh, I take my high five back then. <laughs> okay. All right. Because we have a lot to cover tonight. And this is one of Josh's favorite slashers. Josh, would you like to regale us with some notes? Freddie is my favorite slasher. Let's just get that straight. Uh, my... I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie, so I can't see my first viewing. So uh, this particular viewing. viewing, my most recent viewing of Nightmare on Elm <laughs> Street, took place August 15th, 2021, at 6.34 p.m. Uh, I love the opening scene with the glove building. Uh, you get to see Freddy in his workshop making the glove. Uh, then it cuts to Tina's dad, or I guess Tina's mom's boyfriend, who is like the most scuzziest scuzz that's ever scuzzed. And his wife beat her. Uh, and then you get this brilliant line. I had a bad dream this morning. Followed by Johnny Depp saying, I had a heart on this morning. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, we're here for Tina, not ourselves. Quote. Fucking weird. They're just like sitting there listening to Tina get railed. Uh, <laughs> Weird. True, Five, true. six, grab your crucifix. Is there any point in the Freddy lore where a crucifix helps anyone? I think, no. And I think, I think it's, it was, it was only said because it rhymes. I think so. I think that's, uh, someone, yeah, someone that's, fucked up. I think it but goes back, made... but I think it goes back into the Freddy lore anyway, because he is a demonic type character. You know what I mean? So, well, like, it's always assumed that a crucifix would help in anything right. like this. So I was thinking about this the other day. He's actually a witch because he made a deal with the dream demons. He's not a demon himself. Hey, we, we should. Now, now we got Brendan here who has not watched any of the others. So instead of moving forward with all our knowledge that we have of Freddy in a Nightmare on Elm Street, 
Let's just keep this one movie. Let's keep him very virgin. Yeah, let's keep him like he doesn't know what's going to happen. You You don't know shit, Brendan. Look at the excitement in his eyes and just a little bit of fear. I agree. Let's keep him in the possible that Freddy could even be uh, Morpheus, the Roman god of sleep. Okay, we need to have a talk about Brendan after this show. (laughs) (laughs) Too much talking. Um. I always love the scene where you see Freddy like poking through the wall uh, with that. I guess they use like a screen and he kind of pushes mm. through it. Very cool. Uh, it holds up. Yep. It did. His uh, his line where he says, this is God. That's kind of like the iconic uh, Freddy line when uh, she's praying. She has her crucifix and she's praying. And uh, Freddy goes, no, no, th- this is your God now. And he shows his claw. Uh, when he has like the crazy stretched out arms pretty silly and then if you <laughs> look when he's chasing her he's chasing her like an overweight three-year-old toddler that like, doesn't have his balance he's like i'm baby legs i'm gonna get you i'm yeah. gonna get oh, you you remind me of the guy from monty python the fish guy i thought that was still effective with the long arms and running like that i was like that's, yeah. that's oh, still it's like noodly arms it was funny yeah uh, and then he cuts his finger off. Not sure why. I guess it's to make her afraid. I love the look on his face when he does it, though, because he's like, <laughs> uh, he's <pretty laughs> "Hey, look what I can do!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's can full do. of green goo. Yeah. Uh, maybe you don't think murder is serious. What kind of mother says that to her daughter? <laughs> like the day her best friend gets murdered. These these, these parents are pretty messed up. Uh. So Nancy's been in the police station and she's telling like her story and she doesn't have like a single tear on her. She's got the driest face I've ever seen. And I'm thinking, man, this girl, she's she's hard. She's not even crying. She literally just walked into like the worst murder scene that's ever been seen. Uh, Nancy is definitely not a back of the glass girl. Do not believe. She's just in the back of the class sleeping. Do not believe. Nancy's that front row keener. Answering every question. Yeah. Fake. What's the answer? Uh, What's the answer, kids? Yeah, that's Nancy. (laughs) I kind of got that though when when the teacher walked up to her at the at the back. You could tell the teacher felt kind of bad for her and and things, but and put her hand on her back. Weird. Yeah. What kind of teacher walks around the class like touching all the students? Okay. Before you go any further, props to the teacher though, Lynn Shea, everybody. Absolutely. I was like, you know what? She's not bad looking in her young age, right there. She's not bad looking. Because I, I only know, that know name, her. but old lady from Insidious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the medium yeah. from Insidious. All right. Yeah, she's she's she was nice in her, her younger years. Because yeah. you know, you only for teachers. Her. Yeah. For teachers. Uh, the sign downstairs pretty clearly states no students allowed. Again, I don't believe Nancy would violate this rule. <laughs> uh, Even if she had a hall point, pass. <laughs> right. No hall pass. Screw your. Fuck hall your hall pass. pass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did you just say the, fuck your Paul pass? Your Paul pass. I, I was I was hiccuping a bit. I'm your sorry. Paul pass. <laughs> your Paul pass. Just thinking of Paul Rudd and Mac and me. Um, <laughs> the forensics must have really sucked at this time, because like there's blood all over the ceiling, and there's just no human way for that to happen. Uh, the infamous tub scene with the the claw coming up in between her legs. It's pretty. Pretty big stuff for the 80s. 
Uh, I love Wes's dig at Sam Raimi with the Evil Dead playing because it's like so boring that this is what they watch when they're like trying to stay up. Yeah. Uh, God, I look 20 years old, quote. It's kind of funny. Uh, you had one job, Johnny Depp, and you really fucked up. You fell asleep. Uh, the reverse film on the sheets going around his neck, just like the vines in Evil Dead uh, for the fellow in the jail cell there. Uh, she pulled the hat through the dream. So why doesn't Nancy like dream of something useful, like a million dollars or something, and then just pull it through the dream when Freddy's there? And he's like, ah, bitch, now I'm a millionaire. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Dreams don't work wrote, that way, clearly. Who wrote Freddy's name in his hat? Was Freddie's mom just like, now don't lose your fedora, Fred. <laughs> Have a nice day at work, Frederick. Yeah. Uh, in this town, it's pretty clear the parents are the real monsters. That and the bureaucracy of unsigned warrants. <laughs> Fuck's uh, sake. Why would she take... Why would she take all the... Oh, why would she of all the parents, Nancy's mother, take the knives? Like, wouldn't there be parents that, like, kids that the guy murdered how come nancy's mom gets to keep the claw i'm also trying to figure out how it didn't like get in worse condition from being inside of a fucking furnace for x amount of years i don't know because it was wrapped weird. in that little rag that's what protected yeah. yeah maybe they yeah. don't use the furnace just an old furnace i don't know but i still don't know why she got to keep it of all the trophies uh Depp sucked into the bed. Uh, how the fuck, again, do these forensic people like explain the giant geyser of blood all over the ceiling? <laughs> I just picture like a bunch of fucking people like Dexter walking in, being like, oh, yeah, just normal, everything to see here. Yeah, <laughs> look at the trajectory here. She's fucked, bud. Uh, I had a waterbed growing up, and I always felt like that scene was happening whenever I jumped in the waterbed. Like, oh, my God. Johnny Depp. It was a bed of blood. Yeah. Jumping in bed with Johnny uh, Depp. <laughs> uh, she's going all Kevin McAllister on her with all these like booby traps getting set up. I know, right? Uh, Nancy screaming out the window to her father and like the police officer's just like, yeah, we got it all under control, dear. Don't worry. Yeah, my father, you asshole. Yeah. Smashing glass and everything. It's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I wonder rockets. what the fuck's going on over there. <laughs> and the giant sledgehammer comes down and just knocks Freddy right in the nerds. <laughs> uh, she's literally going to burn her house down. Like, she didn't think this through at all. She lit kerosene all over Freddy and just torched. And the doors are locked. And is and locked then, in. And is locked exactly. in, yeah. And if you look when Freddy's going up the stairs, it's clearly a stuntman in, like, a giant suit. He looks like he's fucking 400 pounds heavier. Yeah. And then she walks in on Freddie boinking her mom while he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Was he boinking get, her though? That's hot. It looked like that's it. hot. <laughs> uh, then you get the it was all a dream fake out, and then pulling the mother through the peephole. And again, I'm I'm wondering why is it three four better lock your door when Freddie's literally just gonna fucking break through the window and pull you. <laughs> Gosh, it. because it rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> that's a good point though, Josh. And those are my notes. Nice, nice. Very nice <laughs> notes, Josh. And and interestingly enough, you have some criticism about this movie for it being such a fucking favorite, too. Oh, I love it. But the cheese and the, the silliness. 
<laughs> well, let's just let's just go with that, shall we? Part that always all right. Cringe though is the 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 alley with the 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 arms. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time I say it, I go. Oh, oh, come a good on, start Freddy, you're better than this, Freddy. Yeah, and it's and, like, and I remember first time you see him full yeah. on screen. That's unfortunate. He, he was just waiting to get that out there. Like that was the one thing off his bucket list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do the long arm gag on someone. <laughs> <laughs> and and the worst part about it is when you watch the never sleep again documentary like the effects guys are like yeah we didn't know how that was going to fucking look on camera either <laughs> and they're like yeah it works i guess i don't fucking know <laughs> pretty silly pretty silly aaron yo why don't you regale us about the effects work in this movie from your okay. perspective yeah i'm not gonna i mean josh hit on all the all the kind of cheesy parts. So I won't elaborate on those parts. Uh, okay. First thing I had to notice, obviously has nothing to do with effects, but nice caddy at the front at the beginning. <laughs> I'm all about the caddy uh, push wall effect was really cool of uh, Nancy's bed there. Mm. Um, that's always awesome. I always wanted to try and pull that off in the haunted house at some point. That would be cool. Um, I wonder yeah. what kind of material that they use because it looks like a wall. It's, yeah, like it's it's, just it's, like it's a not a, like, or like a you can't or see or through it yeah. or anything, right? But it, you can get it. Uh, you can get it from different um, uh, haunt places and stuff, and um, it's pretty durable. And you can come pretty far out. So I'm not exactly sure what the material is, but it, it is super cool. Uh, there's so many wicked effects in this film for the time. Um, David Miller was the uh, SPFX uh, guru. Uh, heading this thing up and he had a crew i think of about eight something like that but uh, i was super impressed i haven't seen this film for years i mean 15 years probably so when i went back and revisited i sat there and just shake my head like holy crap this is going to be like a two time a year now because i enjoyed it that much i don't know why i put it on the back list but it definitely belongs on the front list you're welcome you guys <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> Uh, Fred with his arms. Okay. I, I, I thought that was kind of creepy myself. And then he cuts off his fingers. I think, yeah, I, I really liked that effect. Um, they had the, they had the arm just out of frame there and he was holding it up and then he's just like, ah, right. And I think he was just trying to freak her out. Uh, and that would work with anybody, I would yeah, think. For sure. Um, and it worked. So cool effect. Um, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I like when, Tina rips Fred's face off as well. Oh, we're struggling there. That was kind of cool. It was flashed pretty quick and everything like that, but it was gooey. You could see the skull. You could see some of the membrane stuff in the eyes and, and shit like that. So I enjoyed that. Um, bedroom scene with Tina flopping around and then elevating. Uh, I mean, that's classic. That's great. Love that. Um, they pulled off some pretty cool effect there for the time as well. Uh, the body bag scene in the school I thought was pretty creepy, and I like how um, the psychological game, the whole thing, and I made a note of this before, but I based my haunt on psychological stuff. So watching this film, um, I think I got a lot of ideas psychologically, but under the radar uh, for what I do at the haunted house. So what you're saying is, is you're ripping off movies. No. What you're saying? Ripping. And then no. charging people money for the ripoff. Whoa, <laughs> just, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like whoa, it. Whoa. Maybe. 
Maybe. I'm just kidding. I I'm admire kidding. your gumption. I'm so kidding. <laughs> I will mute, mute your ass. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Adam. Uh, the opinions of Tim Johnson do not align with the cast <laughs> <in> the coast. <laughs> um, yeah, so the body bag scene was cool. I like how the body was being uh, drug out, and you didn't see anybody dragging the body out when she was out in the uh, hallway without her hall pass. How did they do that, Aaron? It was hall just green screen stuff. Oh, that's not. Fun. Are you talking about the hall hall pass? <laughs> <laughs> How'd she get it without a hall pass? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like when Freddy cuts his chest open and it flays yeah, open, yeah. and you see all the maggots and the, the and green, the green goo. Kind of, yeah, the green goo. That was that was pretty cool. Um, I did notice that a lot of these effects kind of take place a little closer. So if it's just an upper torso piece, they're just kind of you know zoomed in it's all on studio it. Studio effects. Yeah, they exactly. film everything and then tell the studios, "All right, make this look cool." Well, it's it works. It freaking works for as fast as some of these scenes get cut between you know between the different scenes it works great i i kudos i mean you can't mm. have an effect work you know as good as that uh unless you're you know Aaron uh, hey i wasn't gonna say it <laughs> uh classic bathtub scene kind of risque right you got the when they made when they made um mention of the ages of the kids which was 15 uh, you got to think about the scene, like in the in the bathtub with the with the knees up, and 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 of course they're getting it on in the next room, and they're supposedly are those two people in the back room, fifteen as well. <laughs> like, holy smokes, we got some. Yeah. Youth, right? Tina and her boyfriend, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And they're just so, going to pound town. That's but right. Allegedly, in in, in reality, Allegedly. yeah, like Allegedly. Nancy was like Heather. Yeah, she was like twenty. Oh and no! It's funny, I know. like, but that it, it's funny because, like, you know that. Oh my God! I look twenty oh, I years look 20. old. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're twenty. You are, and you don't. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the bathtub scene was was really cool. I, I really really dig that scene. I think that did, uh, did that uh, did that scare people from having baths for a little while? Oh, I would imagine it did. As back. movies tend to do sometimes. Yeah. That scared people from having baths as much as Jaws did. <laughs> Yeah, really. Uh, for 1984, there was some seriously grotesque imagery. Uh, the centipede from the mouth and the pile of slimy eels on the floor and things like that. This is all psychological stuff, right? I mean, you're in a dream. You can do whatever you want when you're writing this thing. Um, and you can do pretty much whatever you want when you're directing it as well. So it's like they didn't leave out any little part and piece in the scene you always saw something like the rule of threes right you can always see something going on in the scene um you can go back and watch it again and see something different right in the boiler rooms and, and things like that uh i thought that was super cool uh major psychological uh, warfare being played in these in this film uh smoking in the doctor's office all right just lighting the smoke up right next to the doctor like it yeah uh the one thing that caught my eye when i watched this again uh, and it's been a long time, are, is the camera dolly work, the camera booms, and the rail cam work. I, I believe that all of these things put together made this film as good as it is. Mm. I'm serious. Like, uh, they used a lot of that stuff in this for the time, and it was excellent. It was spot on. Um, I noticed that, and I kept making reference to it 
uh, as I made my notes and things like that. But uh, yeah, it was wicked. Uh, another thing is the actors, uh, they failed to put some sweat on the actors here and there. And you made reference to that, Josh, but this, um, they made the actors look tired, which was good. They kind of darkened in around Nancy's eyes and stuff as the movie was progressing. And I don't know if you if you saw that as you were watching, but you yeah. can tell that she's looking more tired as she goes. She um, probably was tired. Yeah, definitely. Making a movie like this. <clears throat> sound design was awesome. I love the sound. That's another thing that added to all the camera work and things like this. It's like you can't nail a film like, in, like they nailed this. Uh, there's a couple scenes where the blood is too pink, uh, on her arm wound. I found like it was just too pink and it might've been like, I go back to this every time, but it might've been because of the, uh, uh, the rating system. They might've just said, listen, that's too realistic for this or, or whatever. Uh, but some of the scenes, a lot of the scenes were darkly lit. So I'm thinking maybe they had some blood mixed up. That was a little pink comes across red. Uh, but at that shot, it was under the light, and you could tell it was super pink, right? So that's, I think, my only real gripe in this was just that, um, yeah. Uh, when Glenn died, he was a, Glenn is mush, Evil Dead style. I make reference to Evil Dead, right, because it flows out of the bed like it, flew, like it comes out of the wall. And I think, I think they thanked Sam Raimi at the end of this movie. Um, I think I remember reading the credits or something like that, but maybe Sam had a, had some input on how he could shoot that scene. Wes and thinking. Sam are good friends. Okay. They, they have like a professional rivalry oh, where okay. in the, the evil dead, he yeah. hung the torn poster of, um, That's the Hills right. have eyes. eyes. And then they like a the kind of, right. And right, it's right. kind of a, a going stick between them. It's like, Oh yeah, your, your movie was so boring that Nancy watches it when she wants to stay awake. And then the other guy's like, oh yeah, your guy's such a goof. His, his little claw is hanging up in the work shed when Ash is actually killing demons. Right, right. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, what? Uh, Scary Terry was awesome. <laughs> so, is your dad's name Terry? Here's my question. Was, was the lieutenant's name, I, I think I, I heard them refer to him as Terry. Terry Thompson in that in, that, in Here, this Hold film. on, I'll look. I'll look it up. All right. Okay. I I think they just refer to him as Lieutenant Terry. Thompson, but I swear that I've heard that I heard a couple of people call him Terry. So I was like, there we go. Oh, that's where they got the Terry, the scary Terry from. It doesn't I say it says Lieutenant, Lieutenant Thompson. Right. Well, damn. Uh, great pyro throughout the house. Day. Yeah. I thought the great, the great set, great pyro throughout the house, the footsteps on fire going up the stairs. Uh, wicked. Uh, you made reference to the, the bodysuit that was being used. I mean, back yeah. then, they were layering up, man, and they had the, the fire retardant gel in between and all that stuff. And then, yeah, so there's going to look a, a lot bigger. Oh, he uh, looked beefy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, so those are my notes. I thoroughly loved this. I thought it was awesome for the second John. time. Yeah. John Saxon's character's name was Donald Thompson. Oh, okay. Don ah. Lieutenant Donald Thompson. So Terry just rhymes with scary. That's right. Terry just rhymes with scary. That's it's all just it is. because it rhymes. You're going to die, bitch. <laughs> because everything rhymes. That's, that's, that's the formula here. It is. Yeah. That's right. It rhymes is true. 
Well, good regal, good regal. All right, let's take one second here because we have we have a friend who wants to say hi to everybody. Coming back in a moment. Yeah, that that uh, t t just real quick, Josh. You became what? an international uh, weapon smuggler over that. Uh, I am an international you. prohibited weapon smuggler. Uh, <sighs> Y'all don't have anything on the crimes I've committed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you met him over in uh, what is it, the UK? I did. I went to London and I got to meet Mister England, and I thought it was a good idea to take my uh, replica Freddy Krueger claw uh in a suitcase to get it signed by mr england and apparently the canadian government believes that it is akin to brass knuckles which is a prohibited weapon and highly illegal to export especially to another nation and the fines of which are like hundreds of thousands of dollars in jail time and i was brought to a little room where they told me i would be going to jail if this was the case and luckily, someone with half a brain cell after about an hour of talking to them understood that it is indeed not a weapon and a prop. And that's wow. how I became on every watch list. Uh, <laughs> As a serial killer show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. But okay. Just, just pleading with, with the TSA and trying to explain to people in the middle of an airport how no, I'm just a nerd, and my suitcase is full of other nerd <laughs> stuff if you'll just open the suitcase and look. But some guy at a at a screener said, oh, no, he's, he's got knife hands in his suitcase. That's illegal. <laughs> and what makes it worse is I went through all the precautions because there's, like, special things you do if you take a blade on an airplane. You have to pack it a certain way and leave a note and do all this stuff. And, and I followed all those rules. And it's not against the law to take a katana on a fucking airplane or a bastard sword. But, but a Freddy because glove. it goes on your hand, and they said, oh, well, this is just brass knuckles. And it took like eight officers and lawyers for them to figure out, oh, actually, no, it's not. Good use of wow. resources. Wow. Mm. Taxpayers' money going to good use? Mm. Question mark? Well, you got to meet him, at least. I yeah. did. <laughs> he was actually a very sweet man. And he talked and to me. Full. He, he, yeah, gross. I, I, yeah. I talked to him at length, and... Uh, <laughs> he said Canada is the only country he's ever had issue because he brings his gloves when he goes on conventions. And he says he's gone to China and he's gone to all these places all over the world and never had any issue. But for whatever reason, the Canadian government is dead set against brass knuckles being imported or exported into our country. And they're not even brass knuckles. They just... Not even remotely. It's not made of did brass. Did he have his with him? He did. It was pretty cool. Did you clash knuckles? We did do some kind of like on clang. <laughs> well, we're brothers now. <laughs> Weasel, wheeze <laughs> the juice. Oh, yeah, wheeze the juice. All right, Brendan. Yes, please. Uh, from the okay. noob's perspective, we would love to hear from you. 
Oh, one sec. Okay. <clears throat> the nineteen forty-seven classic Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. In this Christmas <laughs> classic, an old man going by the name of Chris Kringle, played by Edmund Gwen, fills in for an intoxicated Santa in Macy's annual Thanksgiving. I'm just gonna parade. let him go. I hope he proves to be business. such a hit that he is soon appearing regularly at the chain's main store in Manhattan. When Kringle surprises customers and employees alike by claiming he is the real Santa Claus, it leads to a course court case. <laughs> okay. Um, just keep going. I like that one. Hold on. It's a good. Movie. I haven't seen that one yet. Wrong page. Wrong page. I got a prop though. Is this? Is it Chris Kringle's actual hat? No. No, I got brass knuckles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> In the 1984 classic *A Nightmare on Elm Street*, directed by Wesley Craven. Starring Robert England, uh, an actress, I don't know her name, so we'll call her Nancy, and Jack Sparrow, his debut film. Um, so it opens up with him making his signature weapon, creepy-ass industrial basement using lots of near settings of Freddy, premise of violence carrying over from dreams is a terrifying notion to me. <laughs> I just had to write that down there. So this is before I knew the name. So school jock dude saying, I had a heart on this morning, Tina, with your name written all over it. And she fires back pretty quick and says, there's four letters in my name, John. I think his name was John. How could there be room on your joint for four letters? That's she called it a joint. She just, she just looked at him and said, spoon me and fork you. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny about that, Tim, is she's insinuating he has a tiny penis. Oh, see, I didn't <laughs> get it. I didn't get it. Thank uh, you, Josh. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks, buddy. So I noticed at the sleepover, rotary phones, cassette tapes, boom boxes, classic 80s party, I would assume. I was born late 80s. Uh, everyone's having the same dreams. That's pretty suspect. Every cool guy has a switchblade in the 80s. True. And some of them are switchblade combs. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Tina was way overselling the sex scene. I didn't believe it. Uh, She's faking. Then the cool guy admits to having nightmares as well. Everyone knows if you sleep with a cross on the wall, demons will be drawn to you to either flip it upside down or make it drop on you. So stop doing that. Uh, pushing through the wall is a very cool effect. I like that a lot. I feel like I've seen it before in another movie, maybe. Maybe a scary movie. I don't know. Is that like a common thing these days? It's been in a few things. But it's, okay. it, it's it, it was like things. iconically. Nightmare it was like kind of where it was created, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, so that was a cool effect. Um, she hears a noise and goes outside in her pajamas. Just like a crazy person would it, but it turned out she was dreaming all along. Uh, to which she saw Mr. Fantastic Freddy with his super creepy arms. Uh, super creepy special effects. And I love how he toys with people. I thought it was psychologically brilliant. That's what I say. Um, at the time, 
I could see in that era, I can see that be very terrifying for audiences. Uh, cool guy runs runs after the murder. The really cool painting the room scene, which is super suspect thing to do. I'm sure he could have explained anything. Actually, you know what? He had a switchblade on him. It's hard to say. He shouldn't have done it. Um, maybe you don't think murderous serious line killed me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Terrible fake crying. Uh, I wouldn't be going to school personally after witnessing a bloodbath like that. No, you get a solid week out of that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Especially Dude, nowadays, you, you get like a month it. off. Teen in the body bag was creepy as hell, and I loved it. Uh, she seems to not fully realize she's dreaming, or maybe she did. I don't know. I was writing these notes as I was witnessing things. Uh, she finds her way down to the spooky industrial basement, as we now know is a boiler room. Special effects, again, awesome as hell. Uh, definitely should have went to school, is what I deduced from that entire situation, that she should not have went to school. She was sleepy, was not smart. Uh, she was able to hurt herself in a dream, which is interesting because it's not just Freddie that does the hurting. She was able to burn herself and wake up. Um, so, do, 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 do. That's actually an important notion. So you can burn yourself awake by getting mm. slashed apart by Freddie. You just sleep through? Right. I guess so. Kind of strange. Uh-oh. Next week, we'll get Wes on. Um... <laughs> Oh, who's going to tell him? <laughs> oh, the bathtub scene. Uh, she was singing One, Two, Freddy's Coming for You. Was she awake? She wasn't asleep yet at that point, was she? She was falling she, asleep. Because she, she was singing that while she was falling asleep, but she didn't know his name was Freddy Krueger. Right? No, I think... I think at that point she suspected who it was because that's and like she a, heard the rhyme. Yeah. But she didn't actually know his name until the hat. Correct. Continuity. Continuity TDT or disorder. Continuity. I'm so glad I'm not Continuity. the only one who says it that way. Continue titty order. Continue order. Out of order. Okay. Anyways, uh, I noticed that. So points for me. No, uh, no, I, I, I fucking challenge it because uh, that oh. town knows of Freddy Krueger and what he did, and all the parents fucking killed him. But they probably made up the jingle, it's like an yeah. urban legend. Yeah, the urban and they, legend, they right? Ropes, but they, they were trying to, to hide all evidence of him. But everybody knows the nursery rhyme, so she yeah. was just singing the nursery rhyme. She probably skipped mm -hmm. devil's double Dutch to it when she was like mm. five. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever you say. Uh, bath, <laughs> bathtub scene, again. I thought it was cool. She went under the water, and then it, she was, like, in some, like, dark void. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the bathtub. it was really cool. I liked that. Um, she needs pills to stay awake. She had no problem stealing pills from, I'm assuming, her parents. And parents didn't know some missing. Usually it's sleeping pills, I, I figured a parent would have. Well, but, her mother's uh, an alcoholic, so she's just mixing these stay awake pills so she can get her bender on. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys like, notice that mom lost all out. fucking, like, motor skills to her face? No. 
She anyway. was just like this the whole time. She was like oh, Botox. Nancy, Nancy, you can't do that, Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> so she did the whole movie. <laughs> that's brilliant. Except when she was drunk. When she was drunk, maybe that's why she drinks. To get feeling back in her face. <laughs> so she can feel again. So she can feel again. So she has Johnny Depp over uh, to... She she has a favor to ask, and then she goes outside. And I admit, I was one of the audience that fell for this and didn't realize that this was all sequence. Because right away, I was like, what the hell is she doing? She's going to the jail. She's barefoot. What the heck is going on here? Uh, she can see Freddy in the cell. <laughs> oh, God. Um, job, Josh. Anyways, yeah, fell for that. Good job, movie. Good job, Wesley. Um, she was screaming in her sleep and her mom still took like a hundred years to get to her room. Yeah. Hey, are you okay? She's probably drunk. Just drunk again. Like, I think I was like, she has no feeling in the rest of her body. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think you're doing, Nancy? Nancy, are you okay in your Nancy? Her and her mother do have a weird relationship. It's strange. Uh, I think his name's Rod, right? The cool, cool kid with the switchblade. I don't know. We're going to call him Rod. That sounds like a Rod name. Uh, So he gets killed by a blanket penis, and then it turns into a noose. Uh, And he died really quick. Like, he was only hanging there for a couple seconds, as far as we could tell. And then he was done. Um, Nancy... Describing Freddy, parents seem to recognize the description of him. And that's when I, uh-huh, they were in on this all along. They knew all about Freddy. He got the twist. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I finally got it. I, I was a little slow. Uh, Nancy's hair is going sober, which is a pretty sexy color, I must say. Uh, she brings the hat back, which is super cool. And parents know something. They're hiding evidence. Uh... She has a name for him, which is perfect. Mom knows Freddy is dead. Now she's being gaslit. She is telling her daughter <laughs> that it is not true. And her daughter is going crazy. And on pills. Um, then they wasted no time putting security bars up. Like within a couple hours, I assume. She left to do something. She came back and the whole house is on lockdown. Um... Parents went vigilante. They kept the murder weapon of like 20 plus murders. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care if Freddie was. Longs in evidence, eh? That, or like tossed it in <laughs> a, a lake or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, just get rid of it. Don't hold on to it, especially if you're a cop. Yeah, that's kind of incriminating. It's very incriminating. Like, oh, this guy this murder weapon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really appreciate the secret coffee maker she had in her bedroom that she just pulled out from out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, here we go. And uh, her plan to pull Freddy into reality is interesting. Yeah, I'm going to take him out of th- this killer, out of uh, Dreamland, and you sock him in the face yeah. was the plan. I'm not going to lie. Sock when he him. got that sledgehammer to the chest, I feel <laughs> every time. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, do, 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 do. 
oh, the pull through bed scene was super cool and creepy as hell. And I was watching it while on a bed. So I, <laughs> I didn't feel great, guys. I did not feel great. <laughs> but everything like while falling down bed. into it is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a great scene. And I guess the parents believe it now because they watched the Crimson Geyser. That was that poor boy. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. You mentioned uh, Sparrow. Home Alone. I, I said Nancy was going straight Dutch from Predator before Predator even came out. She was True. just like, she had like all these. I feel like Nancy's fucking scenes of doing all the booby traps is what inspired Predator and then Home Alone. Because it's almost shot for shot. Like It's almost the exact same stuff. Yeah. The only thing she down make, to the yeah. They, they probably cut out the uh, like the the scene the where she's making cans. a bow, like bending a piece of wood yeah. into a bow. <laughs> they cut that out, I'm sure. Um, the final showdown. Well, at least I thought it was the final showdown in the boiler room. They use a lot of synth sounds, like funny sounds that I felt took me away from it a little bit. <laughs> but maybe that was all the rave at the time. I don't know. Um. Still, the mom isn't helping to wake her up. She's, uh, what, her mom could have done so much more, but she is an alcoholic, I guess. We've, we've established that. But I think if someone is screaming, no matter how drunk you are, you're still going to wake up and be like, what the fuck's going on? You know? She, she has a problem. She breaks multiple windows while fighting, and the cop just looks at her <laughs> after the second or third window. He's like, oh, I should go get the lieutenant. <laughs> let them know what's going on um while they're they're dealing with a murder across the street and then somebody else is screaming in another house and can't get out well that's peculiar maybe it's nothing <laughs> just nothing i i told her she hasn't slept in a while um especially after hearing like explosions and you know potentially seeing fire and smoke i thought the uh the burn suit you guys mentioned, I thought was pretty hilarious. It almost looked like a black ski mask when he was running up the stairs or something. Most likely but, will be. It would be. It was probably yeah. soaked in fire, fire gel. Yeah. Yeah. He was swole. I thought the fire footprints were super cool. And crispy mama kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Um, he's definitely creepy as hell. Freddy is a creepy, creepy dude. Um, he... I'll be honest, I didn't completely understand the ending. <laughs> um, all it's tired because of lack of... She no longer feared him, so he lost his power. And then the mom's back. But is she dreaming or is she dead? I don't know. But then she flew through the window and I laughed. Which is, oh, it's my favorite scene in the... <laughs> it's like, so good. Any that movie is, ever. It's like, you know. <laughs> like, just like... <laughs> sucked in like hoovered into through the window <laughs> she was hoovered in it was fantastic the roof of the of the caddy too when it folds up i forgot to mention that that was that was pretty cool i thought yeah a little early piece of trivia is when that fucking top on the uh convertible is coming up it's coming up way too fast and their reactions of freaking out are are real oh cool who they're going like what the like uh. they're real Wes is sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> got them. So, yeah, I thought it was cool as hell. The special effects were on point, especially for that era. I, I was just like, 
it could be yeah. done now easy peasy everyone knows how to do it i'm sure i don't know how to do it but people who know need to know know how to do it but like the the maggots and like the even like the just like the finger chopping off the wearing the the face when he's like looking through the window at her and then just like ha kind of thing it's funny too because i feel like if they got rid of the accordion arms in the alleyway the special effects in this movie the rest of them are pretty much on point like it's just that yeah. one cringy <laughs> walking yeah. well like if they got rid of that yeah. the special effects of this movie would be near perfect i didn't even cringe I always cringe. I don't even I think cringe. it needed to get rid of it, but it shouldn't be the introduction to Freddy. No, that that was like, that was the other thing. I, was, I knew roughly what he was about, but if I, if I was yeah. back in 1984, seeing it for the first time, I'd be like, "What are we watching here? What's going on?" <laughs> I mean, you when, don't I, when want I watch people, their first introduction to be that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, when I watched this the other day again, all I could think of was that episode of Rick and Morty with uh, the interdimensional cable. It's uh, de- detective baby legs. <laughs> Is this the sound I make when I run? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, thank you, Brendan, for yeah, that. That's my Tim. Tim. Yes, sir. Tim. Yes, sir. I think it is a very special time of this episode. Yeah. One that I like to call Trivia Time with Tim. So. I have I have one piece of fake trivia, but I doubt the fucking quiz breaker Josh is gonna fall for a piece of trivia about one of his favorite movies. Oh, why you gotta set me up like that? This film has been out for so long. There's probably like a million trivia facts. Okay, well I I'm gonna say it anyway, but I'm not gonna <laughs> feel as bad if you call baloney because of it because. That'd be like me trying to quiz you about fucking Evil Dead. You know what I mean? Like you know yeah, a lot of stuff. Me. I think you'll you might squeeze this one by me, Tim. You think? There's a lot okay, of trivia. There is a lot of trivia. I'm gonna not be able to do all of it because I I'd be do. here, you know, for a while. But let me, uh, let me, let me, <laughs> let me clear, clear, clear the palette. <laughs> I can't re- wait to rewatch that. Uh, yeah. Oh, there. What's he got? A little yeah, strawberries. Okay. All right. I I I'm I'm ready. All right. Adam sung it. I'm ready. Okay. So, New Line Cinema saved from bankruptcy by the success of this film and was jokingly nicknamed the house that Freddie built. True. Are you going to do that after every fucking piece? <laughs> that yes, Tim please is true. Answer. Um, how do you say Heather's last name? Landon Camp? Langen Camp. Langen Camp. I'm going to call her Nancy too. Langen Camp. Heather Langen Camp's yeah. boyfriend at the time was shooting. Oh, sorry. Her boyfriend at the time of shooting is credited for creating Freddy's nursery rhyme. True. Okay. True. Yeah. I wanted to be true. Wes Craven first came up with the basic idea for the movie from a series of articles in the Los Angeles Times over a three-year period about a Southeast Asian refugees from the Hmong tribe, uh, several whom died uh, uh, in the throes of horrific nightmares. The group 
had come to the U.S. to escape the merger, murderous reign of uh, Pol Pot. And within a year of arriving, three men had all died from uh, the same situation. Um, the young, otherwise healthy man would have a young have a nightmare. I can't read. It's the coffee. It's coursing through me. True. It's too long. Um, true. Not sure if true, because he he mentioned it earlier. It might just be one of those fake setups he does. No, it's not a fake setup. I don't do that anymore. You called me out on it. Hung man tribe. It's it's H M Hung Mong Hung It's it's H M O N G tribe. Basically, let me finish the fucking piece of trivia okay because it's a long one okay three men all died from similar situations the young otherwise healthy men would have a nightmare then refuse to sleep as long as they could when he finally fell asleep from exhaustion he woke screaming and then died autopsy results revealed that they had not died from heart failure they just simply died it was the uh, this inability to find cause of death that intrigued Wes Craven so much. The medical authorities have since called the phenomenon Asian death syndrome, a variant of sudden unexpected death syndrome. Yeah. Tim, if, if you created Asian death syndrome, you're going to be canceled. So I hope that's not fake. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's that's literally, I did okay. not make that up. Okay. Um, Heather Lindenkamp beat over 200 actresses for the role of Nancy Thompson. Among them, Jennifer Grey, Demi Moore, Courtney Cox, Tracy Gold, and Claudia Wells. This movie was shot in 32 days. In the original script, uh, Freddie was a child molester. However, the decision to make to change him to just being a child murderer to avoid accusations of exploiting a series of child molestations in California around the same time as production. He was rewritten as a child molester in the 2010 remake starring Jackie Earl Haley. True. Mm-hmm. I know it's true because I didn't make that one up. <laughs> no. This is the film debut of Mr. Johnny Depp. Fake. Uh, it would take about three hours to get Robert England into his Freddy makeup. True. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Freddy is known for his red and green striped sweater, but the original color was actually going to be orange Yellow. and black. Orange and black is what it says here, Josh. Orange and black. What it says on his fake note. Yeah, my fake note says orange and black. on that. It was originally going to be yellow. So what's he going to do? Halloween colors and on his sweater? Uh, The scene where Freddy's arms elongate were achieved by having men with fishing poles on each side of the alley operating a set of puppet arms attached to Robert England. All the boiler room footage in the film was shot in the basement of the uh, Lunkin. Lincoln Heights Jail in Los Angeles and was condemned shortly after production wrapped due to the high level of asbestos. True. One of the main reasons Johnny Depp was chosen was because Wes Craven's daughter, daughter thought he was dreamy. <laughs> it cost roughly $1.8 million to produce. A figure it made back in its opening weekend. Uh, according to Wes Craven, Robert England was not the first choice to play Fred Krueger. 
Craven initially wanted a stuntman to play the part, but upon testing several stuntmen, he realized he needed a fucking actor. You're right. Yep. Uh, the words Elm Street are not spoken at all during the movie. True. The little girl, shut up. <laughs> You're throwing them off. You're kind of throwing me off. All of you. True. <laughs> the little girl skipping rope was the daughter of a couple whose home was used for Tina's house. Plausible. That's baloney. <laughs> On the DVD audio commentary, Wes Craven was told. No, I read that wrong. On the DVD <laughs> audio commentary, Wes Craven says he was told that this was the first time a film used a breakaway mirror. Fake. Wes Craven is dead. He didn't say that. You can't talk Jeez. if you're dead. That's, that's he did funny. do DVD commentary like 10 years ago. Elm Street was named after Elm Street in Wheaton, Illinois, where Wes Craven went to college. This is one of Heather's, Heather Langenkamp's favorite performances that she did of herself. What other ones oh. did she do? Exactly. Other, uh, Part 7. <laughs> other funny movies um, Charlie Sheen, John Cusack Brad Pitt, Kiefer Sutherland, Nicolas Cage and C. Thomas Howell were all considered for the role of Glenn Nancy's house has a blue door in this movie and in all the sequels has an iconic red door true uh, the knives on Freddy's gloves are not the fishing. Knives. Yeah, the knives. The knives, knives are not fishing or steak knives, as many believe, but actually tomato knives. Case XXP210 was the model used. Nice. Charlie Sheen was interested in Royal Glenn, but according to producer Robert Shea, he wanted more money than the production could afford. Classic Wes Charlie. Yeah, I know. Wes Craig has been helped. Sean S. Cunningham, by working a few shots of Friday the 13th in 1980. In turn, Cunningham directed a few shots near the end of production of this movie when several units were working at once. Uh, the film <laughs> takes place in 1981. The car that Nancy, Glenn, Tina, Rod drive away in, in the end, is a 1958 Cadillac Series 62 convertible with a red and green pattern hardtop. Yeah. Not That's orange obvious. and black. Yeah. Nope. Not orange not and black. Not yellow either. Yeah, not yellow either, fucking Josh. <laughs> I know that the original color was going to be green and yellow. Yep. You know everything about everything, don't you? No, I just know that particular fact. Which means my baloney detector is through the fucking roof right now. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you you're wrong. I hope um, you do. <laughs> I, I hope I do too. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so if you didn't know this, Freddy Krueger has under seven minutes of screen time. Over yeah. 500 gallons of fake blood were used during filming. Whoa. A lot of gallons. Yeah. Well, I guess for every take of the geyser scene, maybe. That Robert England, when first putting on Freddy's Glud, cut himself. 
Um, and what's one more? Stupid Freddy. One more. Robert England says he based Freddy Krueger on serial killers Ted Bundy and Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. Hmm. And that was a quick one. Freddy Krueger's first victim, Tina, dies at exactly 18 minutes into the film. Nice. The body count is four. And this is kind of what I'm going to end it with. Uh, Nancy momentarily defeats Freddy Krueger by overcoming her fears and cursing him out. When he tries to attack her, he ends up going right through her and disappearing. This is somewhat similar to how the Losers Club defeated Pennywise in It Chapter 2. Losers overcome their fears and taunt and curse out Pennywise to where he's reduced to an infant size. Like Freddy Krueger, Pennywise feeds off fears and insecurities of its victims. And that, my friends, was Trivia Time with fucking Tim. Excellent trivia today. I call bullshit. That was some good trivia. All of it? <laughs> Brendan, you want to? I just want to say your choice of a glove to tape utensils to. I love it. Is very good. Like I love. I, it would have been better if it was was orange and black, but <laughs> <laughs> or, or yellow and green. I I did this like twenty minutes before we hopped on, so <laughs> yeah. you had to eat first. Josh, Josh was supposed to do do his Freddy, the but full. he didn't bother. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh. You missed it, Tim. I did. Did you do it when I was like legit? Several like, times. Oh, I I, I yep. missed it. That was the stick. You ruined it. Oh, all right, all right, guys. Let's let's uh, deal with the <laughs> bullshit of the night. So uh, I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with Josh on this one. Yeah. I think it's the sweater. It color. was definitely supposed to be green and yellow, and the reason why he changed it from green and yellow is because something to do with like the uh, uh, UV patterns or light that when people's like the two most jarring colors to see together are supposedly green and red. Okay. Is there just one that's wrong? I, I, I'm i going to agree. I uh, think he might have threw in another fake one, though, just nope. to throw us off. Nope. I, I genuinely believe it wasn't supposed to be uh, black and orange. And if that is the case, he's going to make me look pretty silly. Be, <laughs> was, uh, pretty it, might, silly. it would feel like it was just a Halloween movie, which it's not. It's a year-round movie, so... I mean, you can use it. The, the, the second, the second one to me would have been where he mentioned C. Thomas Howell would have was applying for the role of Glenn because C. Thomas Howell would have been a lot fucking older than the other people at that time, in my opinion. Um, I well, think. Adam, I can say with absolute certainty that that piece of trivia is correct. Okay, then I'm still stuck with the the sweater thing anyway. So, Brendan, do you agree or disagree? Uh, this I'm going to deviate from the sweater thing. thing because uh, that's too easy. So I'm going to say, based on when the movie came out and when uh, move, or TV shows like Friends was out, that Courtney Cox wasn't in the running because she would have been too young to play Nancy. You said Courtney Cox was one of the ones that auditioned for it. Along yeah, with Monica. Yeah. 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 She was already 40 when, when Friends came out. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so... How, yeah, right. how old would she have had to been? Check when right now. She would have been like 10 years old or I don't know. Well, I, I can say, Brendan, with absolute certainty that that piece of trivia is correct. 
Thank she you. is no. That, that, that means she's wrong. <laughs> uh, June fifteenth, nineteen sixty-four. Well, no. So she would have been. She would have been. She would have been twenty years old. Yeah, she would have been really? too old. <laughs> yeah, well, there you old. go. Told there you. you go. All right, Tim. Uh, please so give us. Thing, by the way, reveal. Well, it is not the sweater. I knew no. it. It is. No, it is. Josh is correct. <laughs> Therefore, we are all correct. Yay! But Josh is the one that called it. I feel. I feel like you guys were swayed by Josh's like absolute. Nope, this isn't Sir. it. His certainty. But you uh, had me halfway through because when you said that he cut himself on his glove when he first tried it on, I was like, that sounds pretty fake. But yeah. oh, I was true. pretty confident in my sweater. And now, I remember watching a documentary where he was talking about the designing of the sweater. Well, the original, the original sweater, how he looks like in the video game, those video game colors, the yellow and orange, that was supposed to be the original color. And then they were going to do it just all like fucking yellow or whatever you said. But like the original stripes were supposed to be like this brownish orange and yellow. Mm. And there it must be a toy cute. out somewhere like that. No, there is. There's, there's, um, um, in the Nintendo video game. That's what colors they ended up using. Um, but um, he didn't want to use red and green either because it looked like Christmas sweater. Christmas, Christmas. Yeah. But then, like I said, someone told him about the color variants. Oh, and I mean, to be fair, I didn't realize it was red and green until I was older. I always thought it was red and black. Same. Right. Yep. Mm. All right, gentlemen. That has been trivia time with Tim. Good job, Thank Josh. You, Jim. I called it right Good at job, the beginning, Josh. though. I knew he'd get it right away. You, because you made it too easy. You made me nervous, though. You had me sweating. Good. There's a Good. lot, a lot of, of trivia. trivia with that film. You could have gone. Oh, there's so much I didn't say. So I didn't say it about one of the one things that I remember from the documentary. I don't know any of those fucking actors that fucking applied for that role. It could have easily been any of those ones. <laughs> Damn it, Tim. All right, guys. It is time for us to wrap things up and give our final reviews and our score for this movie. Aaron, let's Yo. start with you. I'm not going to take long on this. I fucking love this movie. Um, I even <laughs> love this. I fucking hate this movie. I love the fishing, the, the, the fishing pole arms. I like it all. Uh, the, the cinematography, uh, Freddie's makeup, even though you only saw about seven minutes of him. Um, his whole wardrobe was awesome. The effects were fantastic throughout this whole thing. Couple tiny little, little issues, but nothing that, you know, anybody's going to even realize if you're not really paying attention. Uh, I like where the story came from and how it originated. Um, and saying all that, which wasn't that much, I am going to give this an X. Oh, X can give so it to you. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> X go and give it to you. All right. <laughs> Tim. Well, um, I will definitely give this movie the respect it deserves um, for, you know, launching a another iconic slasher into the mix, uh, especially pretty late into the game. Because you think 78, you got you got Michael and then, you know, 80, you got Jason 
it wasn't what 85 is when freddy finally came out 84 yeah, the um, other one's already got a couple sequels by now. Yeah, so um, for them to come up with something somewhat original um, and like not even feel like the other movies uh, is great. Um, watching this again um, a couple nights ago with uh, my girlfriend, who has never seen this movie, um, was a lot of fun because a lot of her her honest opinions... Like, you know how, like, you get rose-colored ga- glasses of watching something you love, and then you're like, no, th- this movie could be- do no wrong. But, like, there's there's a lot of, like, cringy stuff in this movie. Um, you know, some of the acting choices, um, the fucking, you know, arm thing. I'm sorry, I that bugs the hell out of me. <laughs> it bugs the hell out of me. Especially with all the special effects that come later that are, like, amazing. Johnny Depp getting pulled into a bed and then just fucking blood. (laughs) Right? Like, um, the story's pretty basic, um, but captivating. Um, I feel like you you got to know each each character as much as you needed to know. Um, John Saxon as Nancy's police dad. Perfect fucking casting. I love that man. I love that man. I was very sad when he passed away. Yeah very sad um freddie's performance in this is not my favorite um i feel like my favorite freddie was probably a nightmare on elm street part three because that's that's when he was like full fucking sarcasm and like his fucking one-liners and like his 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 uh you know dream gags were like like gold like you know, walk, welcome to primetime, bitch, and shoves her to a TV <laughs> like that's gold. Um, Had to start somewhere, too. Yeah, no, I know. And and that's why I'm not, like, you know, really going to roast this movie because this movie, even now, is still a lot of fun to watch. Um, as many times as I've seen this, I, I, I watched it intently and, and for the most part, loved it. Um, I mean, I can make fun of the things that I didn't like. Um, like, you know, you know, dead face mom. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a very honest rating and try not to be blinded with, with, you know, emotions of fond memories. I'm going to give this a PG. I feel, you asshole! I feel like this first movie isn't, even though it's where it started, it's it's not where it ended up. And um, I, I, my favorite one is part three, probably because that was the first real one that I saw. But um, I just feel like I'm watching this for Freddy, and Freddy really wasn't Freddy that I love in this. So I'm going to give it a PG. But don't get me wrong, the special effects were fucking top-notch. Like, that ceiling scene is, like, one of my favorite special effects gags from the 80s like it's dope like i and no way does this pg reflect that this movie i think this is bad because it's not i'm just i'm trying to be honest here pg honesty is the way to go on this good job josh cleanse your palate Mm. give it out i love (laughs) josh's anus retracted (laughs) (laughs) he i could hear him pucker (laughs) uh this film is great it introduces Freddy Krueger, who is who is my boy. Uh, he's my jam. 
in my opinion, he is the best of the horror icons. You, you pit him up against like Jason and the shape and Chucky. He just resonates the most for me, I think. Um, so, something about being the smart ass and having all these extra powers that just make him extremely OP. And you, you can kill him like seven different ways, but guess what? He just keeps coming back. Um, this film in particular is his start. And I feel like it's kind of like the the Ash in the Evil Dead One. He uh, he hasn't found himself yet, but he'll get there. He'll get there. He gets a couple kills under his belt. Before you know it, he'll be he'll be prime time and bitching and and cutting his fingers off just willy nilly. He's uh, <laughs> he's he's still on his path finding himself. Uh, the yeah. the film has some continuity issues. It has some uh, rule issues, which are generally big no-nos for me. If, if you're going to make the time to make the rhyme, it, it better it better fit into the uh, the, the storyline and make sense. Uh, with that being said, I will forgive it, basing the fact that this is the entry to my favorite slasher, and I will be rating this next as well. Comes at no surprise. Brendan. I knew Adam was going to go last. I loved Adam, it. Adam always does that. I, uh, I try to give the floor to everybody else first. Can't my turn. No, it's not. It's because he wants to rant with no fucking time. He just wants to keep it going. Nope. Go, Brendan. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. I thought the special effects were really cool. I thought Freddy, I want to see more Freddy. That was the thing. Like his, like his voice, he was menacing. The thing I liked about Freddy next to other slasher icons that were mentioned because i know all i know about chucky and jason and the shape aka michael myers i right yeah okay um they were like unstoppable killing machines whereas freddy is an unstoppable psychological killing machine so he's not just physically annihilating you but he's getting in your head and he's making you question your own sanity at times. And uh, I feel like that's something that they're going to play on in further Freddy movies, as you guys probably know. I Just just the fact that I was confused at one part in the movie where I'm like, oh, she was dreaming all along, that whole scene. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was great. It had uh, alcoholic bombs. It had cool hand weapons. Uh, really stupid cops. Um <laughs> Awesome arm mechanics, <laughs> and the they weren't. The ceiling scene was awesome. The like just get flung all over the place. The the pushing through the wall scene was awesome. The sinking in the bed, sinking in the bathtub, just pretty much every way that he was killing people, except for maybe the prison one that was kind of too quick. I felt for you know next to everything else. Uh, yeah. I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot. So I will rate this one. X. Oh. Wow. That's triple the X so far. triple to, X this far. To, in case to you bring up the average. Bring up the average. I, I, I should say that I was between uh, recommended and an excellent extreme. So maybe like extra, <clears throat> extra recommend. All right. It's all down to you. All right, uh, gentlemen. If you fucking go X, I'm done. No, I, okay, oh, yeah. I so. I gotta admit, gentlemen, I am gonna. Br- 
fucking Aaron in this fuck funions. Aaron. Fucking Funyuns. That's the appropriate response. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring back down the average gentleman here because I'm going to tell you right now, I agree with Tim. This is not the Freddy that I love. Freddy Thank that I you. love starts at part three. Thank it, you. That's, that's when you think of Freddy Krueger, you don't you, think Adam. about part one. Thank I don't you. know any of this. You think about the shit that he does later on. So, Brendan, you will eventually agree. Because if you were to review this movie again in, say, four months, oh, you'd probably fucking agree with me and Tim. I'm when I get right to now. three, I, I will see about changing my review. I don't know, there Adam. It doesn't seem like a follower, man. Doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, the thing is, though, is that this movie you do look at it with rose colored glasses and you know, you love it because it does, it has Freddy Krueger. It's, it's Robert England, man. It's Wes Craven film. You, you gotta love it. And it does start here, but there's just so much wrong with this movie. And my biggest gripe with this movie is the fucking ending. It makes no fucking sense. No matter how you look at it, you can't convince me. Otherwise the, the ending of this movie is garbage. They Josh, fucking Josh phoned it in. They phoned crazy, it man. in. Dreams are crazy. It's a dream, bro. The yeah. best part about the ending was literally when it, when the mother got, as it was said earlier, hoovered through the fucking porthole <laughs> window, okay? The mannequin seed just going <laughs> and getting sucked in was amazing, okay? But it's just, it, the ending always pissed me off. And that actually did make this one of my least favorite in the entire series, just based on that. If they had cut it and it was just kind of like, it's over now. And that was it fucking would have been a lot better in my opinion. So with that, I am going to side with Tim PG. Uh, any more Funyuns. Three X's. Wow. Any more fucking Funyuns. So that's, that you. brings All up your solid R, right? Uh, an R.5, yeah. There you go. <laughs> R.5. So suck it, PG. All right, fuck off with the bags of chips, you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you very much, everybody, oh, for tuning into this. <laughs> Adam, we're not done. No, you're totally fucking done. You're, you're <laughs> fucking done now, okay? You're done. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning into this episode of They Cast from the Coast. Please do not forget to check us out on YouTube. Misunderstood our company. We're also on Facebook. Check us out. We were live tonight on Twitch, so please join up and check us out on Twitch as well. Subscribe to all that and tell everybody about the show and, and join us for some good laughs and chats because I've only got Tim messaging me in the fucking chat room and it's kind of embarrassing at this point. So Hey, hey, Aaron, Aaron did too. <laughs> Oh, yes, Aaron did, but that's not the embarrassing part. It's just him. <laughs> <laughs> so check us out as well as on the, all, all the major podcasting platforms out there, including but not limited to Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, etc. We're also on Patreon. Open up your hearts and your wallets so Tim can get that magical coffee fix, caffeine. And Funyuns. And Funyuns <laughs> for, for Aaron. Funyuns for Aaron. Better budget until next time. That's right. Better budget for props. Until next time, Josh. I am going to tell Robert of your guys' indiscretions tonight. You know, this is very disappointing on your behalf. Oh, we love Robert because he, he gets better. Yeah, we get like Aaron. four more, five more movies, seven, six more movies to do. Did you say me, Adam? Yes. Go uh, ahead. Uh, <laughs> one, two, Freddy's coming for you. That's the only Brendan. part of the rhythm that's true. <laughs> that's I'm true. going to that's write true. a saucy letter to Wes Craven. 
about the two of you. <laughs> he is deceased. Somebody's right? got to tell him. This is really embarrassing, but he's not longer with us, unfortunately. Then I will Ouija board him. All right. <laughs> uh, Tim, say goodnight. Stay safe and stay spooky. Until oh. next time. Keep it creepy, everybody. Good night.